0: Hey, guys. Spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch.
1: This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene.
0: Yep. You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. Yep. Um, You can actually contact us at breakdownfromthecouch at gmail.com for those suggestions. Yep. So we are finishing up October and our Stephen King month with Misery. Yeah. (laughs) So.
1: Good movie. Terrible one scene. (laughs) I know, right?
0: Um, So do you have the synopsis?
1: After a famous author is rescued from a car crash by a famine of his novels, he comes to realize that the care he is receiving is only the beginning of a nightmare of captivity and abuse.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, you ready to jump in? Yep. Awesome. So we open up uh, with Paul Sheldon, the writer. Yeah. And they focus in on an empty glass... like a wine glass. Right. And they also focus on a single cigarette and a single match. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it shows him and he's finishing up uh, his novel or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's kind of got a boring way of celebrating to me.
0: I know, In my right? opinion,
1: really, anyway. I know. It's like just a single glass of, you know, champagne or whatever right. it is you just poured. Or will pour, I should yeah. say. Yeah. And a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so he finishes typing and he takes it out of the typewriter and he handwrites the end, which yeah. I don't know why, but whatever.
1: Well, then he could type that out too. Yeah. Maybe it's his process, you <laughs> I know. I guess. Different artists and writers have their own like way of doing things.
0: That's true. And that's just it. So that's how he celebrates, though. He has that one glass of champagne and that one cigarette. Yep. Um, from there we see him and uh He goes out to – I'm sorry. He puts the manuscript into, like, this old um, leather case. Yeah. And he takes it out, you know, to his car. And at that point, you know, there's snow everywhere. There's snow all over the car. And he's wiping, you know, wiping the front of it. Yep. And he throws a snowball at a tree for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean (laughs) – I don't even remember what he said after yeah. that. Like, if it even matters, really. Yeah, I don't think it mattered.
0: <laughs> so anyway, he gets in the car and, you know, he's got the leather case next to him. Yeah. And we just see him and he's driving along. And um, you can tell, though, that the snow is starting to fall uh, a little heavier. Right. Um, And to me, I thought he was going pretty fast. Yeah. Considering the amount of snow.
1: Where he's i can't remember where he's supposed to be like located at. like yeah if it's up north or in like someplace like then but in anyway, here you'd think somebody would be driving a lot more carefully right with freshly fallen snow and it's already it's still falling mm-hmm. you know
0: well so anyway so he's driving for a little while and yeah the snow is coming starts coming down pretty hard he ends up fishtailing and he yep. overcorrects and he sends Mashes his
1: on the brakes too. Yeah, yeah.
0: He does you're not everything to do you're that. not
1: supposed to do. <laughs> he's like turning the steering wheel rapidly and he's right. slamming on the brakes and then of course like you said.
0: Yeah, so he fishtails <laughs> out of control and ends up going um off yeah. the uh, the side of the road or whatever, rolls yep. over a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good.
1: It's it's not good. It's bad, okay?
0: Okay. <laughs> and so after the accident, um, we do kind of like a little bit of a flashback. Yeah. Um, probably not, you know, from not that long ago. Yeah, probably
1: not because he's, yeah.
0: So he's talking to, I guess it's either his agent or the editor. Probably yeah. his agent.
1: Most likely.
0: And he's pretty much, he's kind of complaining because you know he's been writing these books and he doesn't feel <laughs> like he's an author because they're supposed to be kind of cheesy i think like a cheesy romance type thing yeah
1: like you're yeah but she makes a good point because she tells yeah. him like look these books put braces on your daughter's teeth put her through college and it bought you floor seats to the next game
0: and like two houses and
1: yeah two houses she's like it's like, not
0: a bad business yeah. to be yeah
1: i mean i guess some people will just, you know, be unsatisfied, you know, yeah. whatever. But it's like, yeah, you know, you did well. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> and
0: it's so funny because she was talking about how, you know, Misery or whatever, because that's the name the of the name character. Of, yeah,
1: Misery's Child yeah. is the book name. Whatever. Right.
0: And she was talking about, you know, Misery is giving you a good life. And what do you do? You kill her off. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so <laughs> that's whenever we find out that um, he's... Going to be in Colorado finishing up the last book, so that's yeah. where he is right now.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, finishing up the last book, and he was saying, you know, if if he does it correctly, it could be really good.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's where, okay.
0: So, yeah, so yeah. currently he's now in Colorado. Yes. Since he just finished the book.
1: He'll soon be found by none other than Kathy Bates.
0: Yes. <laughs> so we've, you know, Paul is in the car and he's, you know, he's... (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's rattled around a lot. I don't think he wore a seatbelt. No, probably (laughs) not.
0: But anyway, all of a sudden we see somebody trying to open the door uh, with a crowbar. And finally they get it open. They don't show you like who it is or anything like that because they're bundled up and everything. And the person drags them out of the car and starts doing CPR Right. Which chest compressions? pretty sure you're supposed to do more than like two at a time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so he comes back or whatever. Um, and then from there, she picks up the satchel that has the manuscript. Yep. And somehow Kathy Bates freaking throws James Conn over her shoulder and gets <laughs> out of there. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, she's not exactly, you know, a strong... You know, right. Right. Woman exactly. Or whatever. But anyway, um, from there, we you know, he's laying in bed and all you hear is somebody saying, I'm your number one fan. Yep. And he starts to like kind of come to and she says it again. You know, I'm your number one fan. Yeah. Um. And of course, he's laying there. He doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, you know, how long have I, you know, like been here? She's, like, two days, and she, you know, says that her name is Annie Wilkes and that she's a nurse. Yeah. And she gives him some pills um, to take or whatever. So, we get a couple of scenes of Annie um, pretty much giving Paul pills. Right.
1: It's always (laughs) the same two pills. She claimed it was, and I already forgot the name, but for pain.
0: It's for pain. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, two scenes where she's just coming and giving him the pills and stuff, and then... Finally, she explains like what's wrong with him. Yeah. So his arm is broken. Yep. He also had a uh, shoulder um, that she had to pop back in. Yep. And then <laughs> the worst part is his legs.
1: Yeah. So apparently both his legs are broken. Yeah. Yeah, there's like three different bones broken. Too, yeah. The same bones in what in both legs. <laughs> right.
0: And she rigged up this thing so that, like his legs are immobile. Yeah. Um, I guess to try, you know, and keep the bones and stuff in place.
1: Yeah yeah they I mean she's like oh well it it looks a lot worse than it is she's Mm -hmm. like I did as good a job as any doctor could you know right like you said she's got these splints and stuff rigged up with like metal bars and yeah pieces of wood and stuff yeah but I mean I'm no doctor but that didn't look
0: good no like
1: they were all blue and swollen (laughs) yeah like because
0: he had asked before he saw his legs like am i gonna be able to walk again yeah and she's like oh sure you will she was all you know being optimistic and stuff yes yeah (laughs) and she tells him she's like you know once once the roads open and stuff i'll take you to a hospital then
1: right Um, which is a little you know hope inducing you know it's like okay good i won't be in this lady's
0: house bedroom forever
1: forever, at least you know right yeah
0: and she you know says you've got a lot of healing to do and she ends up leaving him alone (laughs) yeah so at this point a couple of days has passed yeah you know him being at her house and uh his agent ended up calling she was Mm -hmm. looking for either the sheriff yep or you know the head guy in charge right And I love it because the person that answers the phone, he says that his name is Buster and he's both of those things. And so he also lists off like, I'm also this, this, that, you know, like he, he apparently does it all in this small town.
1: Like he even says that uh, if she's looking for a fishing guide, that he's Mm -hmm. her man too, basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so, but his agent calls cause she, you know, is telling him like, I'm worried Uh, you know, I haven't heard from him and his daughter hasn't heard from him either. Right. Which is
1: normal. Yeah. You know, anybody would be boring at that point. Cause I think she said, what's it been like two weeks? She said,
0: uh, something like that. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. It's been long enough to kind of, cause you know that he would normally be in contact at least, you know, for just a second or whatever.
0: I think it's been at least a week or whatever because, um, because they were like, oh, you know, yeah, that, that uh, Blizzard was last Tuesday. Oh, okay, that's so right. So I think it's been about a week.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, But anyway, so she just, like, lets him know, like, you know, Paul Sheldon is, you know, her client. And she's yeah. been looking for him. And he's like, well, he's like, I'll put no to that in the system. And, and he I just, love his system. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just a, it's just a post-it note. Yeah. Like he writes Paul his name Sheldon. in a post-it note yep. and sticks it on the bulletin board behind his desk. Yeah. It's not even like a, a bulletin board that's in a main hallway that right. people pass by. It's just the one that he looks at.
0: Exactly. And no, I, yeah. I love it though, because the secretary's like, wow, one phone call. We're, you know, super busy today. <laughs> yeah. You know. He's
1: playing with a rubber band in his hands. Like, yeah, work, 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 work.
0: Yep. <laughs> And so we go back to Annie's house and she's, uh, shaving his, you know, his face and stuff. Yeah. And, um, she's just going on and on about how, oh, you know, his novels are so great and Mm -hmm. you're a genius and.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: this, that, the other thing.
1: She just won't stop praising him basically. Mm -hmm.
0: And so, you know, she finishes shaving him and he, you know, is asking her like, you know, hey, You know, um, are the phones working yet? You know, I really want to call my daughter and my agent just to let them know I'm okay. And she's like, no, you know, the roads are still closed and the phones are still down. But once the roads are open, you know, again, I'm sure the phones will be up. Yeah. And she's like, you know, if you give me their numbers, I can keep trying for you. Yeah. And so um, before she, you know, leaves the room, she mentions, she's like, you know, I I hate to bother you, but... (laughs) I noticed like you had another novel inside your case. Yeah, and uh, she's hinting like she definitely wants to. Read oh, it, for sure, you know. And at first he tell you know he's telling her he's like well he's like really it this early of of the stage and stuff like that only my editor and my literary agent you know will read it mm-hmm. and then he said also people that you know saved me from. Um, you know, freezing in a blizzard, you know, yeah. from an accident. And so, yeah. of course, she's all excited. She's oh, yeah. Like, oh, she's like, Me? You know, you're going to let me read it? And <laughs>
1: Little old me. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, You know, yeah, you know. um And she, you know, is looking at it and she's like, Well, what's this one about? And he goes, Well, he's like, I don't know yet. And mm-hmm. she's like, Well, what's the title? And he's like, It doesn't have one yet. And then he's talking about how, you know, maybe after you're done reading it, you can help me figure out a title. (laughs) And she's like, no, she's like, I can't, you know, I can't do that.
1: Like, I'm not an author or anything, (laughs) but I kind of feel like maybe coming up with the title of a book is a lot easier than the actual content of the book. I mean, the content is something else. Like, I mean, I'm not a writer at all. Yeah. I couldn't come up with, I don't, you know, my grammar is not good you know i don't I'm talk not good a crea- i don't talk good yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not creative enough to be able to take something in my head and put it onto paper in a story form right that, like flows and makes sense and all that
0: yeah and it's so very hard <laughs> it is and so you know he's kind of thinking well maybe she can help him with a title yeah so now we see buster and buster is actually gonna go and try and work so
1: he's doing real police work, people.
0: He he is. He's y'all.
1: walking and he's talking. Yes, he's asking the questions. He
0: is. So he goes to <laughs> he goes to the Silver Creek Lodge and yeah. uh, talks to the manager there, and the manager, you know, pretty much tells him, you know, like, you know, oh yeah, you know, he comes here, you know, every time that he wants to finish a book, right? Overall, you know, really good guy, very, you know, does you know, doesn't bother anybody, you know, pays when, you know, when he has to pay, all that kind of stuff.
1: He just minds his own business, does Mm -hmm. his thing, and then pays and, you know.
0: Leaves, leaves. yeah. And so, because Buster was just kind of wondering, you know, if anything had happened out of the ordinary. Yeah. And, you know, the guy was like, no. No. You know, this
1: is. Yeah. He's like, he checked in, drove in in his 65 Mustang like he always does. He checked in when he before he checked out, he ordered his bottle of Don Perignon. Right. And then left.
0: Yep. And so, you know, he was talking about how, you know, gosh, hopefully, you know, he's okay and nothing happened to him. Yep. And uh, Buster was saying, you know, the same thing pretty much. Like, yeah, you know, hopefully not. And um The the manager was just saying, you know, I bet that 65 Mustang will, you know, be in New York soon.
1: Yeah. He's probably pulling in right now as we speak. Yeah. Well, if he is, that's one. He took a a lot of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a long ass road trip, I guess. He stopped
1: on every single tourist trap along the way. (laughs) Yeah. Every single one. Even the world's smallest ball of yarn.
0: Right. (laughs) And so, you know, we go back to Annie and Paul. Yep. And Annie's feeding him some tomato soup. Yeah. And she, you know, tells him, she's like, you know, I'm only like 40 pages into your book, you know, but, you know, kind of there's something bothering me. Right. And at first he, you know, is telling her, you know, okay, you know, what's, you know. Right. He's like, I can take it. Yeah. And she's, you know, going on and on about, oh, you know, I can't say anything because you're just so brilliant and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And he said the same thing. It's like, I can handle it. Yeah. You know, what's what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's the profanity, Paul.
1: (laughs) She really does not like the swearing he put in the latest book.
0: And he was trying to explain, like, well, you know, it's a bunch of tough guy kids or whatever. And he's like, I was one of those kids. That's how, you know... That's how they all talk.
1: Yeah, that's how everybody talks. Mm -hmm.
0: And
1: and her response to that is like, that's not how everybody talks. She's like, do you think I go to the feed store and I say, give me a bag of that effing pig feed there, Tom. And then I go to the bank and I say, here's a pig bastard of a check. Check, yeah. Which, that line cracks me up whenever she says that.
0: And at this point, she's got the bowl of soup and because she's so angry or whatever, some of the uh, soup ended up on the bed. Yep. And at that point, you know, because now we're starting to see um, a side of Annie. She went from being really nice and, you know, very caring and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Kind of stalkery. But just now she's like losing her mind over, you know, the fact that there was profanity in the book. Right. Um,
1: And then once that, oh, go ahead. Well,
0: I was just going to say she apologizes and she's just like, you know, I love you, Paul.
1: Yeah. She's like,
0: your mind and your creativity.
1: (laughs) Which at first, like the way she says your mind, it sounds like she's saying your mind. I
0: know, it was weird. And so after she leaves with that, you could tell Paul is now starting to get nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, if she loses
1: it over profanity, she's really going to get pissed Whenever the main character dies. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) So we continue on with Buster and, you know, his search for Paul.
1: Buster on patrol. Right?
0: (laughs) So he is being driven um, in the patrol car or whatever and I love it cuz like the old lady like reaches over and starts messing with his leg.
1: Right? She's all like touching the stuff on his leg and like yeah. and he's like when you're in this car you're my deputy, not my wife.
0: Yeah. And she's like, "Well, sometimes I want to be the wife with the deputy." Right? Or with the the chief or whatever. Right, right. You know. So anyway, they're driving along and I just think, I think it's funny cuz it's like, "Okay, there's like buttloads of trees everywhere." <laughs> all over the place and all oh, yeah. of a sudden he's like stop stop and so she stops and he gets out of the car and he looks at this one tree and like part of the limb is like you know it's like bent or, right like, broken off or whatever and he's like here do you see this and she's like yeah she's like it's probably from the snow you know the weight of the snow which would have been my guess
1: well yeah it's kind of know? a little sapling of a tree basically yeah. and it's just the top of it i mean he must have like Um, I guess as a police officer, you probably would have a trained eye with that sort of thing. But he's got, like, a really good eye.
0: Yeah. And so at this point, (laughs) he starts heading down this, you know, snow-covered mountain. Right. Which I love what you said whenever we were watching it.
1: Oh, dude. So, like, (laughs) this sloped hill is, like, it's it's steep. I would have, you know, trouble just normally walking up back up that steep hill without Mm -hmm. any snow add the snow on top of that is like that old man's never gonna get out yeah get out of that nonsense
0: so that's just it so he's you know he's going down this steep hill and um he ends up stopping or whatever and they they pan in like right before he had stopped uh looking you could see the wheel or whatever of, yeah. of the car.
1: Just it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of like barely sticking out of mm-hmm. the snow. To me, I mean, I you know it's a movie. You know, you got to have <laughs> your plot devices and, and right. suspense and stuff. Right. But in real life, I feel like in the middle of that sea of white, you would yeah. have seen a black tire, even just a little bit of the black tire sticking up out of the snow.
0: Right. But he misses it. Yep. And uh, we, you know. Go to, or I'm sorry, so you know, he gets back up the hill and stuff, and somehow, somehow he gets <laughs> up the hill, and he and the wife, you know, go to get into the car. Well, at that point, we actually see Annie, uh, yep. in the opposite, coming from the opposite direction,
1: and the roads are clear. Mm-hmm. There's there's some snow on the roads, but I mean, it's clear, it's clear they're driving,
0: right? And so, after that, um. You know, we come across Paul. Paul's, you know, laying in bed Mm -hmm. and he sees the doorknob turning. Yeah. And of course, Annie comes in and she's excited because it's like, oh my gosh, you know, they have the newest misery novel (laughs) out. And this is the novel... Where she gets killed off, not the one that she was reading that he had given her.
1: Oh, okay. That was
0: the book that he's trying to, you know, go in a different direction.
1: Oh, I thought the book he was re- he was writing was the one where he killed her off. No, okay. The book
0: that he killed her off in just came out. That's
1: the okay. I and was confused so, with how that was. Yeah.
0: And so she's just going on and on about how, "Oh, you know, I can't read, wait to read it. You know, <laughs> I saw it and I popped Ugh. my money down." Yes. And, you know, I've I've only peeked at the first page, but, you know, it's beautiful and, you Ugh. know, it's like that would get annoying. Like there's oh, such yeah. thing as too many compliments and that would get annoying.
1: Exactly. So. She's just praising him way too much and he it clicks with him immediately. He's like, well, you went, the roads must be clear because you went into right. town. She's like, well, the one road into town was clear, but the road to the hospital is still blocked, which, okay. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You mean to tell me they only plowed one road and that they didn't even bother with the emergency road? Exactly.
0: I would think the hospital road would be more important. That would have been clear. the <laughs> very first
1: road plowed, would be yeah. the road to the hospital. Exactly. And uh, and then he makes the connection of the phone lines are also okay mm-hmm. since the roads are opening. Well, so he's like, she, well, yeah. And I called the orthopedic surgeon. He said you will be fine as yeah, long as no infection.
2: Exactly. I don't
1: think an orthopedic surgeon would have said that. No, they would have said you need to get him here right now.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, at this point, Paul is starting to put some things together. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, he
1: he knows that she's not on the level.
0: Yeah. So. We open up with Annie giving her him like this big old
1: breakfast. <laughs> Actually looks pretty good. It did look For pretty For crazy Bea, she looks like she looks like she cooks a pretty good breakfast. Right. She she plops down this big breakfast tray full of breakfast food, it's like eggs and ham and and toast and everything. And she's telling him about, you know, how She's only just a, she's only just a few chapters in basically, but so far the book is just, you know, it's she's like, it's perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you know, you know, basically, you know, I'm glad you like it. Um, it, The scene really kind of closes out with her um, leaving. And then we get another fade into another scene Mm -hmm. where the door opens. And he kind of has this sort of scared look on his face because I think, at this point, every time she starts to enter the room, I think, because yeah. he's seeing these things and how um, out of touch with the reality she is. That's true. I think he's a little nervous of like what each little entry mm-hmm. into the room might bring with her.
0: And this time it brings a pig.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's the cutest pig. I just want to cuddle That's it. It's a big pig. It was I didn't get
1: an pig. idea of how big that pig really <laughs> was until it was like up on the bed next to James, you know, the. Uh,
0: yeah, James Conn's
1: character, Paul. Yeah. And then whenever Kathy Bates came in.
2: You're right. Um,
1: but yeah, so the pig is like, it plops itself up on the bed. Not on the bed, on the bed. Yeah. You know, with its front paws and stuff. <laughs> and then in comes uh, uh, Misery, not Misery. In comes Kathy Bates' character. Yeah. It's so like, Annie. oh, I figured it was time for you to meet my meet my friend, meet my uh, pal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it turns out she's named this pig Misery. Right and uh he he looks not so interested in this conversation
2: mm-hmm. That's true.
1: <laughs> um he's like, "Oh, you know, that's that's really great, you know. After all, you are my number one fan, I guess." And yeah. she's like, "Yeah, I told you that." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm starting to believe you, too." <laughs> and uh so this scene this scene ends off with her, you know, again announcing that she's yeah. she's oh, just got a little a couple
0: boy. Of sh- yeah, chapters. Yep. And so in the next scene, um, you know, we we get a little bit more about Annie. We find out that at one point she was married before. Yep. And that it didn't work out, that the husband had just like up and left her.
1: Yeah, which is pretty messed up. It you is, know?
0: but she's messed up too, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's like, <laughs> did the husband leaving her? Did that cause, you know, her downward spiral right. or whatever? Or was, did he like leave because he was like, oh, yikes. I can't <laughs>
0: handle that anymore. Um, but she's just talking about, you know, marriage and stuff. And I love it because all out of nowhere, uh, Paul just pulls out a, jug, you know, like the whole time that she was talking, apparently he was peeing in this jug.
1: Yeah. And I was wondering because his hands weren't visible. And yeah. The, like the blanket was like lifted, was like lifted up. Right. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this scene. but yeah he was uh he was using the bathroom and peeing into this like a uh, urinal yeah jug type thing yeah which so, if she is so that thing had a lot of liquid in it it did and you know i'm sure you know for stage you know filming <laughs> pur- purposes they use like apple juice or right, right some sort of dyed water but it's like if he's being fed that many liquids mm-hmm. would it really be that dark <laughs> i know
0: right so but she's just yeah so she was just talking about marriage and he hands her the the pee jug yep and you oh know gosh yes. she's like sh- you know she's yeah. like talking with her hands and like sh- you shaking know. the
1: jug and stuff and the lid on the jug is not like a secure lid it's right. just a little pop top
0: and she's just talking <laughs> about how oh you know i think the only way you know i'd ever go back down the aisle Is if it was was somebody like you, Paul?
1: It's a subtle hint. It
0: is, (laughs) you know. And then we see her, and she's like, you know, I well, like she's like, I got to get back to my reading. I've only got two chapters left.
1: Yep. And you can tell,
0: yeah. And that's just it. And you can tell on the look on his face, like he's dreading, like when she gets to that. It's like, yeah, this is not going to be a good thing.
1: Mm -mm. Not even.
0: So this is the scene where Annie pretty much loses it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she finished the book.
0: She de- Yeah, she definitely finished the book. She opens the door to Paul's room, and she's just like, you.
1: Yeah. She's very angry. She's
0: very upset. It's very disturbing. And she's just like, <laughs> you know, you killed misery.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I didn't kill. He's, like, he, he's trying to explain... You know, the book is set in the...
0: the 1700s.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's not uncommon for women, especially her age, to have died during childbirth. Right.
0: And she's just like, she's not accepting that. And she's just like, no, you're the one who killed her. (laughs) And at some point she picks up like this wooden planter and she looks like she's about to hit him with it. Oh, yeah. And instead she throws it up against the wall
1: which i have to say that is the world's strongest wall right that that planter (laughs) stool thing like busted into a million pieces against the wall but there wasn't a mark on it i know not even on the paper the wallpaper right so anywho yeah this whole scene she's just come unhinged like before she'd smashed the planter she was actually like picking up the foot of the bed Mm -hmm. and like shaking shaking it it and stuff And just screaming at him, you know, you did it, you murdered her, you're you're responsible for this. Yeah. And uh, he's just, you know, absolutely terrified because he's like, you know, what is she gonna do next? Exactly.
0: And so this is where, when she's about to like leave, though, this is where she drops the bombshell on him that nobody knows that you're here because. You know, I haven't called anybody. Well, of course not. You know? No
1: orthopedic surgeon in their right yeah. mind would be like, oh, he's fine. Just let him sleep it off in yeah. bed. As long as there's no infection, don't worry about it.
0: Well, she was Broken just saying tibula, like.
1: fibula, me. Right. But <laughs>
0: her point was, was like, you know, your agent, your family, nobody knows that you're here. Exactly. You know, and if. Something, if, if anything happens to me, then, you know, if I die, then you die, basically.
1: Right, because he's, he's he's in bad condition, mm-hmm. you know, if, if infection were to set in. Yeah. You know, there's nobody there to take care of him and help, you know. Exactly. Get the help he needed to get rid of it.
0: Right. So, and then we saw Annie, you know, storm off in her car.
1: Yeah, he looks out the window and it probably thinking like, oh God, what is she doing now? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> So as soon as Annie leaves, I don't know what he was thinking because it's like, dude, you're not going to be able to get anywhere. Oh,
1: no, no, no. Like with only one good arm and every other appendage yeah. broken. Yeah.
0: So he attempts to get out of like he pretty much like not throws himself out of bed, but it's like he knows like he's not going to be able to use his legs. So he uses his one good arm and kind of falls out of bed. Yeah. Sort of.
1: Ouch. Yeah.
0: And that's just it. Yeah. He screamed out in pain. Yeah. And you see him and he's, you know, pretty much army crawling or, you know.
1: <laughs> trying. Trying yeah, to. With the one good arm. Right.
0: And so, you know, he gets to the door, reaches, you know, the door handle, mm-hmm. turns it. And I guess she had locked it from the outside. Yeah. Um. You know, so he's stuck there now on the floor. Yep. And, uh, from there we go, uh, back to Buster and his wife doing their detective work. And there was an article in the paper asking like, where is Paul Sheldon?
1: Right. So this is getting kind of to be a bigger, mm-hmm. a bigger thing now. Right. And Which it should.
0: Right. And so he's on the phone with Paul's agent talking about, you know, yeah, you know, we've got like the state police and the FBI are on it. Yep. Um, you know, we're doing everything we can and also telling her too, like, there's no reason for you to come up here.
1: Right. Which it's like... I'm still going up there.
0: Yeah. Like, (laughs) why not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, why is that going to hurt if she shows up?
1: Exactly.
0: But anyway, so... He was just telling her, like, you know, we've got all these people on it. Try not to worry. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Okay, sure. (laughs) Right. So
0: he hangs up the phone and his wife was also talking to somebody on the phone and she hangs up and this is where he tells or she tells him that um, for his credit card charges, the last one that was made was whenever he checked out, you know, at the Silver Lodge. Right. Silver Lake Lodge. Mm hmm So it's like, okay, that's not good either. Nope. You know, so in this scene, Annie, you know, finds him on the floor. Yep. And she's thinking is like, oh, you know, I didn't have the hospital type bed. She's <laughs> thinking he just like fell out of bed. <laughs> I guess he had, at some point had crawled back I guess to the so. bed
1: and pulled the covers down on top of him. Yeah. Maybe to try to make it look like he, he had, had just fallen. fallen. I guess.
0: So anyway, she he- somehow heave hosed him up onto the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Ouch.
0: Yeah. And so she, you know, gets him back into bed, puts the covers on him and he's asking for a snack, you know? Right. He's like, yeah, I'm a little hungry. Can I get a snack? And she's like, you know, I'll give you anything you want, but first you have to do something for me. Yep. And he, you know, of course is wondering what it is. Well, she brings in her grill,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. So charcoal grill. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's got his untitled book, yeah. lay, you know, laying there. And um, she starts, like, dousing. At first, I thought she was going to do, like, one by one, like, the pages, like, with the <laughs> gasoline. And she's talking about how, you know, she had spoken to, you know, to God. Yeah. And God had said, you know, that... Um, that they were, you know, uh, brought together for a reason. Yeah,
1: they were meant to be, and she was supposed to show him the right way or something like that. Yeah,
0: and Paul's like, the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what does that mean? And uh, she, at this point, yeah, is dousing uh, the manuscript um, with gasoline. Yeah. And she's talking about how, you know, we need to rid rid the world of this filth. Yeah. Basically, and he's just, he's kind of watching it and he's, he almost looks like unfazed at first. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, you know, oh, he's like, well, you know, every. You know, every publishing house, all that kind of stuff, has a copy of the book anyway. They're all reading it right now. Yeah. So really, even if I burn this one, it's not ridding the world of anything. Right. And she calls him out on it and says that. She's like, I know that's not true. That this is, you know, the only copy. And she had talked about how when he was 24 and had done his first book, That um, he was superstitious about having a copy. Right. Or something like that.
1: Supposedly the whole backstory was that he had never made a copy the first time around because he was just so sure no one would like it. Right.
0: And And, so
1: ever since he just doesn't make copies. He just has the one.
0: And so like she said, you know, I know that you're superstitious. Same reason why you come up to the Silver uh, Creek Lodge to finish your books and stuff. And so, yeah, she's like, I know this is the only copy. Yep. And she had remembered this from a freaking interview he had given to Merv Griffin 11 years before. Exactly.
1: He's like, geez.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, okay. And so while, you know, she tells him, she's like, here, she's like, I think you should light the match. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, while she's talking to him about this stuff, she's literally putting, spraying gasoline onto the bed. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, she kind of squirts little little bits, like you said, on the bed on the covers that he's mm-hmm. using, you know, while she's making her point about how he should just go ahead and burn the book and rid the world of, you yeah. know, the, the book Bill, that he wrote yeah. and stuff. And, you know, that's... Now he realizes that she's, you know, she means business. Basically, oh, yeah. she's gonna light him on fire mm-hmm. if he doesn't light the book on fire.
0: Exactly, <laughs> which is a stupid plan because anytime there's gasoline and you are lighting a match, yeah, you might cut yourself on fire. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyway, so he finally decides to light the match, mm-hmm. and he chunks it onto the the book. Yep. Of course, it goes and of up. of course, yeah. Yeah, it goes up into flames. Like, you didn't even need gasoline because it's paper. <laughs> you know? It, yeah. it, it would have caught just fine. Exactly.
1: So, you didn't need any sort of accelerant.
0: Right. No. And so, yeah, so it catches... And she's like, "Oh goodness, to Betsy!" And she's, you know, <laughs> moving. You know, she moves it closer to the curtains, which, right, which hello, surprise, surprise,
1: they start catching fire too.
0: Well, it's like, and why didn't she bring? Because it it almost looked like just one of those regular grills or whatever. You just snuff it out by putting the top on it. Why well, didn't she bring true. the top yeah. off? You Could know, with smothered it. the fire. Yeah. So anyway, and all I could think of is, you mean to tell me those embers weren't going to catch him on fire? Oh, Lord, they would
1: have for sure. You know, it's because like, whatever. Because uh, what she was squirting on him yeah. would have just instantly just...
0: Yeah, caught on fire. Yeah, So he's, you know, of course, upset and, you know, sad because it's his book. and right. He doesn't have another copy of it. And at this point, you actually hear a helicopter mm-hmm. flying overhead And she's, you know, looking out the window and, um, sure enough, we see Buster and this helicopter pilot and he's pointing out like, oh, this is so-and-so's house. And then he points out, that's the Wilkes farm right there. And (laughs) they fly over and he's like, no 1965 Mustang. It's like, bro, that's, that's your idea of, you know, searching for something like, you (laughs) know, he's
1: like, nope, nothing there. Yeah. Nothing there.
0: It's like, yeah, you're not very good at this.
1: Yeah, you'd think he would be on the ground mm-hmm. going to these different locations and actually Houses looking. Houses
0: at
2: least. Because
1: you never know like if he was being held, which he is. Right. But what if they had taken his Mustang, too, exactly. and maybe put it in the garage or put it around right. where you couldn't see from the air or
0: exactly. Something. But no, he's like, nope, no, you know, no 1965 Mustang. It's all oh,
1: good. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so,
0: yeah. So from there, she, you know, takes the grill, you know, out after dousing it with water. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, she didn't think it out. Like, yeah, oh, it shit, it's going to catch on fire. That was
1: an absolutely terrible idea. It was. You know, PSA alert. You shouldn't be grilling inside That's, anyway. That is true. That's a very bad idea.
0: Yeah. So if
1: you're going to burn like a piece of paper in some sort of like ceremonial, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know, put it in a big old pot, like a big saucepan pot, you know, and just put a match in there. Just let the paper itself burn. You don't need anything on top of it. (laughs) Right. And then throw the lid on top of it.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So... We've got the scene now where we finally get to learn what the surprise is. Our, we... Wait, one one second before that, we had a short scene where oh, yeah. Paul was eating his dinner and the two pills were sitting out and he took <laughs> the knife or whatever and he... Made just, like, a little almost incision, like, on in the mattress. Right. Uh, so that he was able to stuff the pills in there. Yeah, so, he's kind
1: of been stashing pills now. Yeah. I think like, he sort of realizes that they're probably not really helping him. Maybe mm-hmm. they're more to keep him, like, subdued exactly. and under control or something.
0: So we had that short scene. And now we've got this longer scene where we finally get to learn what the surprise is. <laughs> and... A surprise is first that he now has a wheelchair. Yep. And so
1: he's like, Yay, I've always wondered what was on this side of the room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. And so um, she's just kind of helping him, you know, around and stuff like that. And then she brings him over to this desk. Yep. And she's telling him the. Pretty much um, the surprise is, is he's going to, you know, he's going to write another Misery book. Yeah. Called like Misery Returns.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, if he killed Misery off. Right. How is like, I guess it's going to be some sort of soap opera thing where it's going to be like, I thought you were dead. I was. I know, right? not anymore.
0: Exactly. Maybe (laughs) it'd be like a zombie Misery. That'd be cool. (laughs) But anyway, so she's telling him like, no, you're going to write this. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, she leaves the room and at that point when she like leaves the room, he notices on the floor that there is a bobby pin Mm -hmm. and he's kind of focusing on that. And then she comes back in and she's like, Oh, you know, I got a really great deal, um, you know, I got, you know, like this expensive paper for you, and then I got this really great deal <laughs> on this typewriter. She's like, the N is missing. But, you know, other than that, it should it should be okay. Yeah. It's the only a popular never
1: used in any letter ever.
0: Yeah, it's only like one of the more popular ones if yeah. you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not like Z or something. Exactly. But whatever. And so he makes the joke of, you know, of, uh, oh, you know, like, my favorite, you know, caretaker, you know, there's two ends in that, Ugh. you know. Yeah, they're just kind of trading.
1: Yeah, he's buttering her Oh, up yeah, and stuff. for
0: sure. And so, anyway, she is talking about, like, this expensive paper. Yep. And how, you know, oh, you know, only the best for you kind of thing. And he... Looks at it and he's like, you know, she mentions that she was going to go back into town and, you know, is there anything that she can get for him? Right. And he mentions, well, he's like, I actually, you know, this paper is great and everything, but I actually need this other, you know, kind of paper. And he tells her like what it is. Yeah. And she's like, but why? Like, I got you the, like the, be- you know, the most expensive. <laughs> and he's like, well, he's like, the problem is, is that it smudges. Yeah. And so she, of course, doesn't, like, believe him at first. Well, no. Right. and it's so like, you know,
1: you're just trying to get out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he takes the paper and he typed out just the word smudge.
1: Yeah. And then
0: he takes it out and he rubs on it and he's like, see? And sure enough, it smudged the, the yeah, paper. Yep. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, and... That's interesting. Yeah,
1: you can tell she's getting she's pissed. she's kind of pissed off now. Yeah, and uh, she finally agrees to go get in go into town and get him the paper brand whatever it was I forget what it yeah, was I that remember. he requested. But she's and,
0: just like you know going on and on about you know oh is there anything else that I can bring for yeah, you Yeah, special
1: and, writing slippers and uh, yeah and uh, something else thing. some sarcastic little mm-hmm. remarks and he's like nope that's that's it just the paper yeah and then
0: yeah but the thing is though is she is like you know i i deserve more respect around here you know you need to be more uh thankful
1: yeah and then she
0: picks up the expensive paper and throws it like on oh the, yeah on the tops of his legs which are you know it's gonna oh yeah hurt
1: yeah that looked like a ream of paper it so was that's, yeah I mean, it was heavy. heavy under normal circumstances yeah. And so of course
0: he, you know, yells out in pain Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you see her, she goes downstairs, gets in the car and you see her drive off erratically. And so Paul at this point, since she's gone, he, you know, rolls the wheelchair over and grabs the bobby pin yep, and rolls, you know, over to the door and, you know, bends the bobby pin and... He tries messing with it at first and he actually drops it. And he's like, shit. So he, you know, picks it back up, starts, you know, messing with it, you know, again. And this time it actually worked.
1: Yeah, he actually managed to pick the lock on the door. Pretty impressive. Which,
0: it's been so long since I've seen this movie, so I honestly don't remember. But it's like, okay, that's great, but you're at the top of the freaking stairs. Exactly. So, how far can you really go? Yeah.
1: I guess maybe his character at this point, maybe he doesn't really know he's, he's got stairs ahead of him. Maybe. But.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Either way though, like, okay, that's just it. Like, even if he got out of the house, he's out in the middle of nowhere. How the hell is he going to go anywhere? That's
1: true. That's going to be, that's. I mean...
0: It's not like he can roll over to the neighbor across the street and be like, hey, you know, I'm being held captive. Yeah,
1: because she lives on this big farm in the middle middle of of really nowhere, yeah. You know? It would be...
0: But whatever. It's a movie.
1: It would be an adventure for sure.
0: Yeah, so... So, now we get this nice long scene. So, he, he gets out, guys. Yeah. Um. And I was wrong. The bedroom was not at the top of the stairs. <laughs>
1: Spoiler alert. Sometimes when we do this podcast, we actually kind of watch the movie as we're recording. Yeah. So, occasionally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, no biggie, though. Anyway. It's cool.
0: So, yeah. So, he gets out and he's, you know, rolling around, kind of yeah. looking around. And um, he ends up in the living room and he... Um, well, let's see. The first thing he does is he knocks over the penguin, right?
1: No, that comes a little bit okay, later. The like the first happens. thing he did is he tried to open up the front door to get out. Right. And, uh, of That's, course, you know, it's locked.
0: Yeah. But the,
1: you're right. Then he goes into the living room from yeah. there.
0: He goes into the living room and sees the phone. Yeah. Well, picks up the phone to dial <laughs> zero and yeah. yeah, obviously it's not working. And you're thinking like, oh, the wire was cut or something. Right, or
1: the phone lines are actually down, like right. she said. Well, nope. instead,
0: he picks up the phone and realizes that the guts of the phone are gone.
1: The only thing in the phone is a little rotary dial. Yeah, and the, nothing the else. receiver. Yeah, that's it. He's, He's like, like, you crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hangs it up and I'm like... Oh, don't worry about making sure that phone is sitting exactly mm-hmm. the way it was before you picked it up because, well, and you that's, know, somebody like her is going to notice something right. off, off center.
0: And that's just it. So now he's, you know, he's going around and one of the thir- the next things that he does is his leg, because it's elevated, yep. ends up hitting like this, um, like penguin, like a porcelain Yeah, it's just penguin. a little um,
1: knickknack, a little figurine. Yeah.
0: But he catches it in time before it falls. Mm -hmm. But like you said, he wasn't paying any attention to like where like this stuff was. Yeah. So he sets it back, but it's not in the correct. It's facing the the wrong way.
1: The penguin was facing outward of the table and then he put it back like the penguin is facing inward. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah.
0: And so, you know, we see him and then we have like a quick scene where she's. Getting back into her truck, you know, with the right. reams of paper, the requested paper. Yeah, so it's like okay, so she's <laughs> heading home. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's only got a limited amount of time. Right. Well, he makes his way into another room, and this is the room that has like all these different drugs, including the drugs that she w- has been giving him. Right. And so he actually reaches up, grabs like one or two of the packets, mm-hmm. puts it into his pants.
1: <laughs> yep. And this is the only time, like, he's like, oh, well, I better make sure this mm-hmm. is exactly the way it was before I walked in here. Right. And he tips one of the packages that is the very first one yeah. in the box.
2: Yeah, forward. Just kind of
1: slightly forward like it was before. Right. And uh, he he starts to kind of back himself out of that room, but... No, no, I'm sorry. Yes, he does. He backs himself out of the room, and he goes... Tries to go into the next room, which would be the kitchen.
0: But he can't fit the wheelchair because the wheelchair right. is too wide. Yep. And so what he does is is he moves, like he takes one of his legs, moves it over to the other, like where the other leg is on, right. on the wheelchair.
1: Because this wheelchair has got like these little like... Extenders. Like stirrups or yeah, yeah. extenders that just kind of keep your legs up and yep. stuff.
0: And so, you know, he pushes the one leg extender in and he's mm-hmm. still trying to get into the kitchen. Yeah, and I think it was so that he could try the back door.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, he 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 basically he finally just throws himself out of the wheelchair mm-hmm. and crawls. army crawls to the door. Yep. Um, and finds out you know he can't you know whatever the door's locked yeah. he can't open the door, and right about this time he hears her car start yeah. to pull up onto the property.
0: So it's like oh shit! So yeah, he's he... got to like
1: make a quick.
0: Yeah. Get away, so he quickly army crawls back, you know, forces himself up into the into the chair. Yep. And you see him. It, it goes back and forth between her and him, right? And stuff. And he, you know, is hurrying as fast as he can. And he actually does remember to shut one of the doors for sure. And at one point she had dropped one of the reams of paper onto the uh, stairs. (laughs) So it gave him a little bit more time. Yeah, And he, you know, gets back into his room and stuff and he goes and locks the door again from the (laughs) inside. Yeah. Which I give him props for that because that's something I probably would have forgotten to do. Right.
1: Exactly. Like, oh, I'm just going to shut this door. I'll be good.
0: Yeah. See, I, I think I would have actually remembered to do like that other stuff.
1: Exactly. But I think that I would have forgotten
0: that part Mm -hmm. just because like, ah, so much pressure. Exactly. You know, but anyway, so she comes in and she's like, Oh, you know, I've got your, your reams of paper. And she walks in and notices, I mean, he's just like covered in sweat. Oh yeah. And she mentions that. And she's like, what have you been doing? And he's just like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm in so much pain. You know, I, I need my pain pills, you know, please get me my pain pills. And he's, like, covering in his right. his pants or whatever. Because if he wasn't covering it, you'd be able to see, like, these pill packets hanging yeah, out.
1: He didn't get them in his waistband quite far enough. Right. And so she she, she buys it because he's laying it on real thick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, I've got to have my pills. Please just get me my pills. Yeah,
0: because she wants to help him into bed. And he's like, no. He's like, yeah, <laughs> Because she'll pills. see those things. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, pain pills first. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing.
1: So she she agrees. You know, oh, I just can't stand to see you in this pain.
0: You right. Know? So she comes back and she gives him his pills and he, you know, takes them. And she's, you know, talking about how, you know... Pretty much be honest with me, you know, because of my temper, did I, you know, make you upset? <laughs> Which is like, yeah, you crazy yeah. bitch. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you did upset me. <laughs> but he's kind of blowing it off and, you know, it's like, no, you know. It's...
1: Right. He's trying to be. Um, well, he doesn't want to upset his... her. You yeah, know? exactly. non combative. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so she's just talking about, you know, like. You know, she can't wait for him to write the story for her, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff. and
1: It's going to be perfect.
0: It, you know, think of me as your inspiration. It's like, which, okay, in that okay. case, I'm going to
1: write, like, really badly. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because she hands him just, like, a you know, a pad of paper and a pen. Right. You know, here, you know, just, just in case, you know, you uh, have any <laughs> ideas that come up. Yeah. And, you know you could just kind of see him like oh okay you know and he's,
1: he's like don't expect too much mm-hmm. basically and she's right. like oh well you'll be just fine and then she kind of turns to leave the room and turns around and is like well here catch this and like blows him a yeah big kiss and Ugh. stuff
0: and he pretends <laughs> to catch it
1: yeah Kathy Bates is really good at being creepy she this.
0: is for sure <laughs> And so, you know, after that, though, you see him and he obviously didn't take, the, oh, no. he didn't swallow the pills. He, right. So he takes them out, puts it in his hiding place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, there's another flyover being done yep. uh, by Buster. This time, though, they do see, you know, the, the turned over Mustang.
2: Yeah. I guess,
0: you know, the snow had melted enough so that, you know. Uh, you could finally see it. Yep. and so I love this press conference, though.
1: Yeah, this is like they're holding the press conference immediately after they find the Mustang. They're, they're pulling it out of the snow. It's being hoisted by a crane, mm-hmm. and there's just like I I can't tell if I don't remember if he's like the sheriff or the police chief or what he is. Yeah,
0: he's got some important title, but this guy's talking about you know oh you know the presumption is is that he's still dead. He's probably <laughs> you know out. You know, we'll probably find him after, you know, everything thaws. But yeah.
1: He's like know. the worst ever.
0: Yeah. Well, and this wasn't Buster, the old guy. This is a No, different... this is like a
1: different character. He yeah. must be like Buster's boss. I guess. Or maybe he's with like the, the state, state police, police or something. That's what
0: I'm thinking. Yeah. Um But yeah, I just love it because they're like, you know, well, he wasn't in the car and... uh um, nobody would just take him and, you know, not report, you know? Oh yeah.
1: No, no, no. Nothing ever bad would ever happen ever.
0: So they're just assuming that his body is out there somewhere and that, you know, they'll probably find it after everything thaws. It's like, awesome.
1: If I was a reporter at that (laughs) news conference, I would have been like, Hey, you know what assume means, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy is the worst ever. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh yeah, you know it has to be this. We're just gonna find his body later. That yeah. is, unless the animal's yeah.
0: He even says that. It's like <laughs> what
1: the <laughs> hell? Like, well, you do realize that odds are the man's family is gonna be watching right. this pet com- conference because they want to know yeah. every little detail. Exactly Of his disappearance. Right. And what's
0: happening. Yeah, it's like, thanks, you know, for meanwhile, having some tact about, yeah. you know, this potentially dead person.
1: And and meanwhile, so Buster's doing actual police work. Yeah, exactly. So he's, like, looking at the car, which is what they should have done mm-hmm. before they held a press conference. And he notices that there's pry marks on the right. outside of the vehicle. And
0: that's why he tells his wife slash deputy that... <laughs> You know, that somebody pried the, you know, must have pried the door open.
1: Exactly. That he Um, didn't leave on his own. Exactly. Somebody must have pulled him out of the car.
0: Right. So we get a uh, short scene where um, he's, you know, taking out all of the pills that he had saved. Yep. And like I said, they're gel caps. So he's just taking them and he tried a little bit, like you said, I think you know to find out how strong of a taste it is right maybe. he must
1: be like planning to use them to like maybe knock her out mm-hmm. or you know just plain flat up poison her or right <laughs> so
0: yeah that's just it so he's got like a piece of paper that he's folded and so mm-hmm. he's taking apart the gel caps dumping the medicine into this paper yep and then actually eating the gel caps which yeah ugh.
1: that's that's a lot. But then again, you know, the the residue of medicine mm-hmm. in each one of those probably wouldn't be enough to do anything for him. Yeah.
0: I just think gel caps would been. be gross. Oh, yeah. By itself. Yeah. Kind of tasteless
1: and kind of weird.
0: Yeah. And so we get like that short scene of him doing that. Yep. And then in the next scene, um, he's... <laughs> I love it because he's like... Sitting there trying to figure out what to write. And you see him (laughs) typing, typing, typing. (laughs) And all... You see all it says is fuck, 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 fuck. (laughs) And so he takes it and throws it away. Yeah, (laughs) wazoo. Yeah. And then uh, after that... Um, Annie comes in and she tells him like, no, you have to start all over again.
1: Right. Cause he's gotten, he's gotten some work done. Yeah. Um, but she comes in with like, maybe it's like 20 pages yeah. or so in her hands, not much. And she's demanding that he start over from scratch. She's like, I like the part where you named the gravedigger after <laughs> me, but everything else is just wrong. Yeah. And then she goes into this long explanation of how when she was a little girl, she mm-hmm. used to go to the, the serial, the movies. Yeah. And when they used to just kind of show little cliffhanger shows, little right. serial, you know. And you would go back movies. each
0: week and exactly. see the continuation. Yep. And she said her favorite one was Rocket Man and that mm-hmm. there was this one where... Um, the stuff happened in in the car like the brakes or something were cut yeah
1: like the bad guy took rocket man and like shoved him in a car mm. so basically he shoved rocket man in the car what she said he welded the doors shut ripped the brake system out and yeah. then shoved the car down a mountainside yeah and basically like the that particular cliffhanger picture
2: Mm -hmm.
1: ended with the car bursting into flames in the bottom of a mountain right and then the next week she goes to find out all excited to like find out like why, how, what are they gonna do with this now and then they show apparently rocket man just escapes out of the car just in time right
0: and she was talking about how all the kids were cheering yeah and she stood up and she's like do you all have amnesia? <laughs> That's not what happened last week. Yeah. You didn't get out of the cock duty car. No,
1: just she's angry. She it's is It's like angry. she's experiencing for experiencing it for the first time yeah. all over again, basically. And I just I
0: love the look on Paul's face. It's yeah. just like okay. What yeah, the I don't hell?
1: know how to process what's happening here again.
0: But she she points out in in the last misery novel. That, right. oh, the way that you have it written couldn't happen because... And she talks about this one character. Right. Um,
1: like a doctor or whatever. Yeah, like, fell like his this, horse and broke his ribs.
0: And so there's no way that he could have gotten to misery to give her, like, this blood... Magical blood transfusion type thing. Right. That he had written about. Right. Because her whole point in this scene was she didn't want to feel cheated. That <laughs> was why she went into the whole Rocket Man story because yeah she felt cheated you know which like, is
1: like well, okay so what do you want me to do just make mm-hmm. her a zombie because i'm telling you man apparently i would the read the book
0: i would read that
1: <laughs> zombie misery
0: exactly See, i would totally read that
1: seems like something so bob's burgers there's a character <laughs> on there tina i'm sure just about everybody knows what right this is. right so there's a character on there tina and she's got like this fetish about like zombies and butts and stuff (laughs) and she writes books that are called her friend erotic fiction nice and everybody in the books are always zombies and they're always grabbing each other's butts yeah so it's kind of be like maybe a a situation like that i suppose right (laughs) so but it's just and i guess like her character is just so obsessed with fixing the book but it's like what do you expect? How do you, how would you expect the book to be fixed? Right. Cause like she's she dead. said, the character <laughs> was written as it was in the ground. Right. The character is dead. It is. Exactly. No more. Like to resurrect the character at this point would she be ridiculous. She would have to ridiculous. be ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. So yeah.
0: So we get a scene where, uh, you see Annie and she's reading whatever he's written. Yeah. And he's like sitting there and thinking, I'm sure like oh shit is she gonna like this or not because yeah it's
1: like please like it please like it. (laughs) exactly so he
0: finally asked her you know if she liked it Mm -hmm. and she just is like oh you know it's so wonderful oh yeah
1: she's over the moon she's over
0: the moon you know at one point she's like misery lives misery lives
1: (laughs) and it's so funny so that the way he's connected the dots yeah the way he's like (laughs) Figured out how to bring her back to life is like, just like basically like a soap opera. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Like
1: supposedly misery has been stung by a bee and it put her into a coma, but they thought she was
2: dead. So they buried her. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, somebody discovered that she has the same rare reaction to bee stings as some-
2: Royal. Like
1: nobility, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And she's like, oh, I knew he, she was of of noble birth all along. Right. you know, is she going to love so-and-so with the same passion she always did? And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> well, she keeps asking, you know, is this going to happen or is yeah. that going to happen? And he keeps telling her, you'll have to wait and see. Right. And I love it because she's, at one point, she's like, I'm going to throw on, you know, there's going to be so much uh, romance in this house. She's like, I'm going to throw on my Liberace <laughs> records. She's going to
1: play them all the time. And yes. all I can think of is like, great. Listening to the same artist all know, day right? long, every day. And <laughs> she,
0: she you know, runs out the room and then she runs back in. She's like, you do like Liberace, right? Right. And he's like, who do you think was there front row at New York, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, that made her even more excited. Yeah. And then he asked her, you know, he's like, hey, Annie, he's like, will you have dinner with me tonight? Mm-hmm. And that makes her even more happy. Oh, yeah. She's She's, all excited to have a romantic dinner
1: with her, you know, favorite author and Mm
0: -hmm. stuff. And then from there, we go back to Buster and his wife. Yep. And his wife is on the phone uh, talking about, well, I don't know where he is. You know, maybe he's out having an affair. It's (laughs) like, okay.
1: Yeah, she's really kind of, uh, yeah, she's. I don't know if she's like really that suspicious of him, I don't but think she's always like so. I think she like, was kidding. Yeah. She's always like hinting to her husband that mm-hmm. she like wants more attention and stuff.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Buster comes in or whatever and um turns out that I think now he's got a couple of Paul Sheldon's books. Yeah. And he, you know, she's asking him like, "Well, what are you going to do with all these?" Right. And, you know, she he's you know, reading them, I guess, to get a sense of yeah,
1: um, which I don't really fully understand either. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, oh, at least I figure I can just learn about the man or whatever. Yeah. And she, she kind of she reacts has, to makes, what I'm she, thinking. Yeah,
0: she's got a good point. <laughs> she's like, are you thinking there's going to be a story like where he, you know, drives, you know, drives off a frozen cliff? Yeah. A snowy like, cliff or what?
1: I don't really get where he's getting with this unless maybe... Well, no, they know the car was pried open from the outside, right. so it wouldn't be like he faked his own death.
0: Right, something. exactly.
1: So, I don't know, but it's his his process, his idea, right. that's what he's going to do.
0: So, now we've got the dinner scene yep. uh, between Annie and Paul. Yep. And I, I love it because she, you know... She made, like, meatloaf or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he's trying to butter her up. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, he's going on, you know, about how, oh, you know, this meatloaf is, you know, great. Exactly. You know? What's, what's your secret?
1: <laughs> Which, her secret is kind of, I mean, it's normal in one way and gross in another.
0: Right. So... Instead of using canned tomatoes, she uses real tomatoes. So okay, like okay, cool.
1: yeah, I get that. That's cool.
0: And her other secret is that she puts spam in with the the beef. Which ew, that's gross. That is gross.
1: Spam on its own isn't mm-hmm. good anyway. Not a fan
0: of the spam. No. So
1: I'm sorry for anybody out there who likes spam. Yes, it's just not my, not thing. my thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he's of course acting all interested and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like. Oh, you know, you can't get this in a New York restaurant. Huh, huh. You know? <laughs> yeah, which you can't. He's That's not true. lying. That's <laughs> true. That is true. And so he, you know, he asks, you know, or I'm sorry, they, he puts, you know, gives her some wine and he yep. gives her like a big amount of wine.
1: Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, no, 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 it's too much. You know, yeah. it's like, well, you don't have to drink it all.
0: I <laughs> know, right? Like,
1: just because it's there doesn't mean you have to have it. Right. So that's <laughs> just it. So
0: he pours them each a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, talking about like, we should do a toast, you know, a toast to misery. And then he stops and he's like, you know, he's like, we should do this right. He's like, do you have any candles or anything? And she's like, well, she's like, I might, you know, let me go check. So, of course, she gets up to leave. And whenever um she does... He takes out the packet of, you know, all the the meds and stuff that he had saved, dumps it into the wine, swirls it around. And the whole time he's talking about how, oh, you know, do you have a knack? You know, is this just a regular knack for, you know, decoration or did you study it? Right. Again, buttering her up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: you know, he's swirling the wine, puts it back down and she comes back and she's got like a single candle and Mm -hmm. so she lights it. And, you know, he, you know, starts the toast with, you know, to misery. And so when she goes to toast, she knocks the candle over. And when she knocks the candle over, she then kind of freaks out and knocks the glass of wine over as well. which there goes
1: all of his hard work. All of the hard
0: work and everything.
1: And, you know, I, it's been a while since I've seen this, you know, I forgot about that in that scene. Yeah. And, uh. So it's like, oh god, you know, watching this, I'm like, Oh man, crap. I, I thought he was gonna get out. I know. But of course, you know, I forget about all the other stuff yeah. in the movie. <laughs> It's not over yet. And so she's just <laughs> like,
0: Oh my gosh, Paul, I'm so sorry. And like, yeah, the look on his face, he just looks so sad for Oh yeah. Like you said, all that effort mm-hmm. and everything to try and get this done. And, you know, she's like, I'm really sorry I ruined your toast. And, you know, yep. let's let's try again. And so, again, you know, oh, a toast to misery. It's like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> literally sucks. a
1: toast to misery. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so we get a couple of scenes where it's literally just him like writing, writing away. Yeah. Uh, Liberace in the background. Yep. Um He's, and while he's writing, there's also a couple of scenes where he's also, like, taking the typewriter and, like, lifting it over his head. Right. Pretty much trying to gain, you know, uh, upper body strength.
1: Right, exactly. You know, that way he can, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, making sure, like, Annie doesn't see him doing that.
1: Well, yeah, that too. Because if she knew she he was trying to exercise, she'd be pissed. Mm-hmm, right. But... And so he's lifting it over his head, so that means, I guess, he's been there long enough that his arm is healed, at least. Right, right. Um, the legs, I guess, are probably still... Well, um,
0: yeah, like, he still can't walk on it yeah. yet.
1: He's, so he's he's been there for...
0: I want to know... It's probably know, been a
1: couple of months now.
0: That's just it, because, I mean, so there's snow on the ground still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he's written like 35 chapters. That's a
1: lot. That's a lot of writing. writing. A lot of writing. And
0: so after we get all those scenes of him, you know, writing and lifting the typewriter and stuff like that, we now get the scene where um, Annie comes in and she's like, here's your pills. And she sounds like really down. Right. And so, you know, she turns to leave or whatever. And he asks like, well, what's wrong? And she's talking about how the rain, you know, gives her the blues. Yeah. Is what she says. And, you know, she, you know, she's coming to grips with the fact that the book is almost done. Yep. Um, and she's like, and you aren't going to, you know, want to be around anymore. Right. Which- it's like, hello, I don't want to be here, period. Absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> but he's
1: he's trying to um, just kinda put her at ease, like, well, why would I wanna go anywhere? You yeah, know? I, like I like it, it here. here.
0: Right. And she's talking about how, you know, before You know, she only saw Paul Sheldon as a writer. Mm -hmm. And now she's fallen for him as a man, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, she's like like in love
1: with him, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, he's obviously, he's not going to respond to that Mm because he doesn't feel the same way. No, of course not. Um, But she kind of says, says like, don't say it. You know, I know you don't really love me.
0: She's like, I'm not a movie star type. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then she pulls a gun out. Yeah. And she talks about how, you know, she, you know, was thinking about putting some bullets in it.
1: Yeah, she like pulls it out of her pocket. She actually cocks it, doesn't it? Yeah, she pulls the trigger at least once. Right. And it, you know, the hammer falls. It's a little short nose-like revolver. Mm
2: -hmm. And the
1: hammer falls and, you know, it doesn't go off, obviously, but he jumps a little bit because it's like, ugh. Right. Um, And she just kind of, like you said, she's very deadpan very you know
0: yeah kind of you know, like i'm gonna very go. matter of
1: fact yeah yeah
0: it's like well i'm gonna go now and she, yeah. you know leaves
1: she's like i might put bullets in it basically if i stick around in this room much longer she's like
0: she yeah. thinks she might do something right so uh you know after we see annie wilkes all upset and stuff we see her take off in the car Yeah. and so again now paul has the run of the house yeah. and so you know, we see him, and he goes into the... He's in the kitchen, and he takes a knife out of the butcher block and, you know, takes it with him, which, which is, is kind like... Of an
1: obvious knife to yeah, take.
0: Yeah, like, at least open the drawer and, like, try and find... Yeah. ...some other knife that she might not notice.
1: Exactly, because he takes, like, the biggest... Butcher large, knife, ...largest yeah. knife he can find. Yeah. And, thing.
0: and so he takes it with him, and he goes into the other room, and he notices uh, that memory lane book. Yep. And he notices, um, the, where is Paul Sheldon article is pasted in there as well as the article about them finding his vehicle. Yeah. So he takes the book and he starts flipping through it. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of the, um, like her becoming about becoming a nurse. Yep. She yep. actually had like all these high honors. Um, so it's like she knew what she was doing. She, right. You know, I guess in a way she started off as a good nurse. I
1: guess. I don't know. But then know. again, before she became a nurse, she was also married. Right. Her first husband died under mysterious circumstances, Yeah, basically. it said
0: that he had plunged to his death, which is like, yeah. okay, that sounds bad. Right. Um. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so there was an article about that. And then there was also articles, which I kind of wonder... If she killed her husband and then after that went to nursing school because- I think so. The nursing school, I mean, it said Annie Wilkes. It didn't have like her maiden name. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm so pretty sure that's how that I kind of wonder if she just offed the husband and was like, okay, well, I'm going to nursing school <laughs> yeah. now.
1: Mm, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so, yeah. So it just, it showed like she had like all these awards. Mm-hmm. Um, she became like head, like one of the big things was that she became head of um, the nursery. Right. Um, like the head nurse there. But then as he went further along, there was all these uh, postings about um, all these babies uh, right. dying. And finally, it, it focused in on you know it said Dragon Lady arrested for
1: <laughs> right, and so she she got a, like a nickname and everything. Mm-hmm. So that means that she was had probably been doing it for a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: um, you know, yeah, she was arrested for intentionally killing these babies at yep. the hospital. Yeah, so not cool.
1: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: Um, and so we see him, and he goes back into his room, and he's laying in bed, and. His arm at this point is recovered, but he still has it in the sling. Right. And I love it. So he he had put the knife in the sling so he can rip it out, and, yeah, he's, you know.
1: He's practicing, like, you know, yeah. revealing the knife, basically, yeah, you know. So that
0: he can go after her. Yeah.
1: And I love how every movie they put that sound effect that, of, like, the middle you know, sound or whatever. Yep. It's like, yeah, he has that knife inside of a piece of cloth. It's not going to make it's that It's not going to make
0: that sound. <laughs> yeah. So yeah Paul's you know waiting in bed with this knife right and she comes home and you know he's waiting for her to come into the room right Um, but you can see and hear her footsteps outside the door but she doesn't go in she instead goes into her room and watches Love Connection
1: (laughs) (laughs) which of course you know so he he lets his guard down and yeah kind of like he takes the knife out of the little sling and stuff and Jabs it between the, the, yeah, Yeah. the same hiding spot. He's been putting all the pills and all that stuff.
0: Yep. And so um, he does that. And then next you see her, she comes in and like her, like she's like pissed. And all she does is she walks over to Paul, jams him with a needle and injects him with something. And then leaves the room.
1: Which is like, I wonder how much, like they don't show you like how much time had passed. Right. Like he just kind of did, hid the knife and went to sleep. I mean, I feel like. And the like next thing you know, she's like in the room with a needle. <laughs> I mean, I
0: feel like I feel like whenever he wakes up, it's like the next morning. I don't, well, I don't true. think he was out like that long. Well, that's
1: true. was not like days or nothing, no? I, guess. I
0: think he was probably just woke up the next morning. Yeah. So. So, now we've got the famous hobbling scene.
1: Yeah. No um, spank you.
0: I know. So he wakes up, um, you know, after being drugged. And he's like tied down. Yeah. Um. This is when we find out Annie knows that he's been out at least twice, and she right. and she mentions the penguin. She's like, I know that you've been out because the pe- my ceramic penguin is always facing due south.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. You
0: know, like you had pointed out. You know.
1: Yeah. And
0: exactly. so, now he's like reaching under the mattress trying to find the knife. And she's like, oh, she's like, are you, you know, is this what you're missing? And she has the knife in her hand. Right. And um, she, you know, was talking about how she, you know, didn't know how he had gotten out, you know. But last night she had found, you know, his key and she pulls out the bobby pin that he had right. been using. And um, she was talking to him about how, you know, oh, you know, do you know about, you know, the workers, at, I think she said like the Kimberly mining. Yeah, Kimberly
1: something. like diamond mines or whatever she said.
0: And she mentioned that, um, you know, like any time one of the workers would steal, she's like, they wouldn't kill him, but, you know, they would make it so that they couldn't run away. Right. And at this point, she takes a big uh, wooden block and right. places it between his legs. And that's when she says, you know, that they... Uh, did hobbling
1: right
0: and at this point she picks up up a big old what um what was that called it's like a sledgehammer yeah sledgehammer yeah she picks it up and of course he's saying no no you know annie don't do it and she boom smacks you know one foot and right you can see it go to the side
1: Yippersh.
0: and then she does the other foot and yeah, yeah it was not it's pretty Yeah. You know.
1: My least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It's actually something that sometimes makes me not really like this movie. This I is know. only the second time I've ever seen this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so after that scene, uh, we get a brief scene where, you know, we see, uh, I keep on and call him Buddy, Buster. Yeah. You know, the sheriff. And he's looking out the window, and all of a sudden you see. Her car almost hit somebody else, and she gets out of the car. She's like, you cock a <laughs>
1: Yes. And,
0: you know, that'll teach him. Yes. Anyway, and so he goes outside, and, you know, she pulls into uh, the store um, and goes inside.
1: Yeah. which that's how small this town is. Mm-hmm. The general store is right next door to the sheriff's office. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: And so he goes back in and he notices his wife is like messing with his desk and trying to get it cleaned. And he's like, no, he's like, I have my own system. He's like, just leave everything alone. And he's like, here, I need to find this one thing. And he finds it and he goes to the library and he's looking through like the old newspaper clippings that are there at the library. And he comes across... Again, the one where, you know, all these babies have died, and then the one where she was arrested, you know, Mm -hmm. the dragon lady. And then um, he notices one thing that she says, and it's exactly what was in one of the misery books that he had been reading, talking about how... um, I think he's she said something like, Oh, you know, only God can judge me. Right. Or like she stole it, like a direct it was, quote from It was a direct quote books. from one of the misery books. Exactly. And so now he's on the case. Dun dun dun. Yep. All because he started yeah. reading the misery books Sorry. himself. As in the middle of beyond.
1: Dun dun dun. That's right. There. That's proper.
0: Yes. So after uh you know, he's done at the library, he goes back to the general store. And he's talking to, you know, the guy that runs it asking, you know, if um, if he had any uh, Paul Sheldon books. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's like the new one, you know, sold out in like three days or whatever. (laughs) And he asks you know, if if uh, Mrs. Wilkes had, you know, bought one and he's like, she has me save, uh, you know, like as soon as they come out, she always has me save a copy. Right. So, you know, yes, she brought the book. And then he, you know, the sheriff wants to know. Um, You know, has she bought anything like strange or anything different recently? And he's like, no, he's like, the only thing different that I can think of is that she's been buying, you know, she bought um, a lot of paper. Right. And he was like, oh, like newspapers. And he's like, no, he's like typing paper. <laughs> and, you know, the it was so funny. He was like... <laughs> He's like, why? Has Mrs. Wilkes done anything wrong? And he's like, nope.
1: Nope. Not a thing. Not a thing. And, and I just, like the, the store owner's yeah. uh, description whenever the sheriff asks him typing if it was newspaper. Typing paper. And he, and he does, does his little fingers. Yeah. Typing kind. Yeah. The typing kind. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. And so real quick at this point, you know, we see him and he takes off. Yeah. And we go back to, you know, Paul is in his room and he's looking out the window And he finally, he sees the sheriff coming down. And so immediately, though, Annie comes in and she tries to, again, stab him with a needle. Yeah. And he fights her, though, this time. Yeah, she does
1: eventually get him with the, you know, sedative or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Probably is a sedative. It's, yeah. And uh, he's, like, trying to strangle her. Mm
2: -hmm. But unfortunately, the
1: sedative, like, takes effect. Yeah. Um, And he just kind of, like, loses his, like, strength or whatever.
0: Right. And so she's talking to him, you know, she's wheeling the wheelchair and she's like, you know, we have to have trust. She's like, I don't understand. I do all this stuff for you. And we need, you know, we need to have trust.
1: Which is like, hello, what what the heck are you talking about trust? (laughs) Which is just a quick little side note. So before all this kind of took place, there was just a little really short scene of her feeding her pig and walking around outside yeah. and she's like hi pumpkin you know waving to
0: and he her
1: off he flips her off and she's like oh you're such a kid. it's like no
0: no i'm not kidding yeah really. seriously no, you. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> f you but um anyway so you know she takes him you know like i said look i don't know how strong kathy bates actually is
2: that i don't know he's
0: nearing i'm sure he's close he's probably like 170 180
1: probably depending on his height if he's a pretty tall dude he could have been 190 or so
0: something like that but anyway my point is is i don't know how she was able to get him down the damn steps yeah exactly or ho- earlier hoist him up or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah, I just don't know how that happens. So anyway, so she had already given him the sedative and she, you know, drags him down the stairs. Yeah. And, you know, shuts the door.
1: Drops him in the basement.
0: <laughs> yep. So yeah, so Paul is now in the basement. Yep. And um, the sheriff is at the door. And it's funny because immediately she opens the door. <laughs> and she pretends to be like, oh, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were at my door. Blah, 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 blah. You startled yeah. me. Yeah. You startled
0: <laughs> me type of thing. And mm-hmm. we get kind of this long scene with him, you know, trying to check out the house. Like, right, going, exactly. Like going, you know, from room to room and they're chit-chatting. And you know he, I love it though because he was asking her, you know, do you know anything about the writer Paul Sheldon?
1: (laughs) Yes, and she just starts spewing out his autobiography. Yeah,
0: exactly. And he stops her. He's like, no, he's like, that's not quite, I, you know, what I meant. Yeah, you know, he's like. Um, did you know, like, he's been missing, uh, you know, for quite mm-hmm. some time? And she, you know, was talking about how, oh, you know, yeah, I when I saw that, I got, you know, very sad and, yep. you know, emotional about it. And that was whenever she invited him in. And so they're going from room to room and you can tell he's looking. Exactly. um, And she, you know, was talking about, you know, yeah, you know, he, without him around, I thought, well, maybe I could you know do my own like paul sheldon type (laughs) books which like what the hell yeah um you know she was talking about how you know yeah she's like i even took one of the bedrooms and made it my own writing studio right she you know she's like do you want to see it and he's like okay you know so they go into paul's old bedroom right and she shows him and she's like you know yeah she's like i've been writing she's like but You know, because I know like all the words and stuff that he uses. And so I thought, (laughs) you know, I could do it that way and it would be just like him. She's like, but it's not the same. It's like, well, no shit. But you know, (laughs) whatever. Exactly. And so um at that point she's, you know, leaving the room and she asks, you know, if he wants any hot cocoa. And Mm -hmm. he's like, Oh no, he's like, you know, don't don't, you know, worry about that type of thing. And she's like, No, it's fine. I already have some made. And um I just think it's funny cuz she goes towards the kitchen and he's still in that room kind of looking around and they do this thing where he sticks his head out and she sticks yep. hers out at the same time.
1: They're kind of like watching each other mm-hmm. from behind the corners of the, do- the the wall and stuff. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, they do that like twice. Yep. And so finally whenever he does it again, this time her head doesn't pop out. So he at this point goes upstairs. And starts looking upstairs.
1: Which this whole house has hardwood floors.
0: Yeah, it was I mean, squeaking like a mofo.
1: Oh, yeah. He might as well have just walked up there anyway, when mm-hmm. even though she was watching. Because, yeah, you could hear that.
0: Yeah. And that's just it. Like, they show Paul in the basement, who has started to come too, And you could hear, like, the heavy footsteps and stuff above, mm-hmm. you know, where Paul was. And anyway, so um, he's upstairs, you know, looking in this one room. And you could see her approaching him and you're thinking like, oh, what's she going to do? Right. Turns out she just has a cup of hot, you know, cocoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he's like, well, he's like, she's like, oh, you know, here's your hot cocoa. And he's like, no, he's like, it's, it's fine. I better get going, you know, kind of thing. And, um, you know, he's heading down the stairs to, to leave. Yep. And, You know, he's like, maybe I'll pay, you know, pay you another visit some other time. And she's like, sure. She's like,
1: that'd be great now that
0: she know, you know, where I am and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, she shuts the door behind him. Yep. So, yeah, the sheriff, you know, is outside the door. Right. Paul is downstairs. He knocks over the grill, the same grill that he had to burn that one book on. He (laughs) knocks it over (laughs) And the sheriff hears it from outside. Right. So he goes back in and he's, at, you know, calling for, you know, Mrs. Wilkes. And all of a sudden he could hear Paul screaming, I'm down here, you know, help me, I'm down here. Yeah. So he goes to open the door and it's funny, he has to, like, push on it, I guess, Yeah, in I guess order it's to open like it was like
1: a, I don't know, yeah, he pushed on it to open it, like yeah. I said. I guess it's one of those, like, not a pocket door, pocket door goes into the wall. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It doesn't matter. But yeah. anyway, so she... You know he starts to you know go downstairs, and Annie just blows a hole in him. Yeah, um, from a shotgun. Poor
1: Mister Sheriff guy. I know he was close to cracking the case and everything too.
0: So anyway, so she kills him, and then she you know starts walking down the stairs towards Paul. Yeah, and her her plan is pretty much, I've got two bullets. You know, kind yeah. of pretty much like a murder suicide type right. Of thing.
1: Right. She's like, oh, it's going to be so beautiful. beautiful you know, yes. we, we've been meant to be together forever. Yeah. But he, he manages to get her to change her mind by saying, you know, it's not time now. I haven't finished the book. Yeah. Once I finish the book, then it'll be time because yeah. then misery can live on forever. Yeah.
0: You know, we need to finish bringing misery into the world. Yeah. Type of thing. So, like you said, so he buys time and when her back is turned and she starts heading up the stairs he grabs the lighter fluid can yep and shoves it into the his the back of his pants right and so he uh um i love it because she pushes the uh, she pushes the wheelchair and then she's yeah. like all right she's like well i'll, I'll make you something to eat like right. nothing had happened it yeah. was just oh, you know it's, it's whatever fine.
1: you know she didn't just kill the sheriff or anything no. with a shotgun yeah and- you know, it's just business as normal now. Mm-hmm. And she just leaves the chair, like you said, at the top of the stairs. Like yeah. he's supposed to make his way into the chair, <laughs> yeah. I guess.
0: It's like, you're going to have to help me out here, sis.
1: Yeah, you literally just like hobbled him. Yeah. So he can't do anything on his own. Again,
2: yeah, thanks to you.
0: exactly. <laughs> so he's typing like mad. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, going to town or whatever. And... You know, she comes in and she's just, like, so excited. It's like, oh, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Yes. And he's talking about how, you know, I'm almost done. You'll know soon enough. Right. And he tells her, he's like, you know, I need, there's three things that I need. And she's like, what? And he goes, he's like, you know. know."
1: Right, because she's supposed to be his number one fan. Uh, She, like, knows his biography, basically. Yeah. And she's like, oh, how silly of me. You need a cigarette? Because you quit smoking except for when you finished a book. Right. A single match and champagne. She's Don like, Perignon. Yeah,
0: she's like Don Perignon. And he's like, yes, he's yeah. like Don Perignon. Don Perignon. And Don stuff. Perignon, but yeah. okay. <laughs> right. So she goes downstairs and at this point he takes like two pieces of paper and kind of crumbles them. Yeah. And, you know, kind of sets those off to the side. And we see her and she's got this whole setup with... You know, the Don you know, the Dom parent paragnon
1: <laughs> the
0: match and the right. cigarette. So she heads upstairs while he's typing and she's like, Oh, you know, again she's trying to figure out what's gonna happen, you know, at the end of the book or whatever. Right. And he's like, you know, you'll just have to wait. And um he he, you know, calls for her and she, you know, is like He's like, I'm almost done. And so she, you know, brings the three items to him and sets them down. Yep. And he tells her, he's like, you know, he's like, well, he's like, she's like, did I do good? And he's like, close. He's like, you, you know, you're forgetting one thing. And he says, a glass for yourself. Yeah. So she, of course, heads downstairs. And whenever she heads downstairs... That's whenever he, you know, takes the book, puts it on the ground, starts spraying it with lighter fluid. And then he also takes the two pages that he had kind of crumbled up and also Mm -hmm. sprayed, you know, put uh, that on on those as well. Yep. And she comes up and as soon as she gets there, he lights the single match and tosses it on there. And she, of course, loses her shit.
1: Right. Which I have to say, I'm impressed how he's able to light these matches. Right? I have tried this before. <laughs>
0: have you really? I have
1: not succeeded. I've succeeded in, like, knocking the the phosphorus or sulfur, whatever it oh, is that's yeah. on these matches. Yeah. They're. It's the strike anywhere kind matches is what right. they are. Right, right. And, like, he's able to strike it with his thumbnail thumb. and, yep. and light it. And yeah. I've tried that before. I haven't been <laughs> able to do it. Yeah. It takes a... Skill. (laughs) And she's like,
0: no, you know, because he goes to light it. And, of course, she's screaming out, no, and she drops the champagne glass. Yep. And he's like, why? He's like, you taught me that. Yep. And then he just throws it on there, and sure enough, it catches on fire. Oh, yeah. and Yeah, she loses her shit. And just, like, goes after him and, like, shoves his head up against the glass of the, the window.
1: Yeah, and he's, like, trying to get her to release by pressing his eye he's yeah. pressing his thumbs in her eyes and stuff right
0: and so and, uh, meanwhile like there's a small fire going that's going on and then he you know is trying almost trying to get away she actually um she shoots him like, yeah she right, manages
1: to get the gun yeah kind of in the him. shoulder yeah area. which then that's when he decides to use his he uses himself basically as like a javelin
0: yeah
2: he, he, he uses
1: himself. his his wheelchair and like hits the brakes or whatever and it like launches him out and he mm-hmm. just like spears her right in the gut and like knocks her to the ground.
0: Right. And then he picks up his typewriter and smashes her <laughs> over the <laughs> head I with it. Which I forgot about
1: that. And like yeah, she manages to like put out a fire on herself pretty yeah. quickly for a woman who just got her head yeah, typewriter. Yeah, because
0: her arm catches on fire because the fire is going and her arm got yeah. caught in the fire. And then um, after that, uh, he... Like you said, he like trip what ends up happening is is he ends up like throwing his legs and tripping her. Right. And he trips her and her head falls like into the corner of the typewriter. And that's what kind of takes her out. Yeah. At least for now, I might be wrong. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I was wrong. The typewriter didn't do her (laughs) (laughs) in. No. So he starts crawling away. Makes it out into the hallway. She comes from behind and gets on top of them. And, you know, they're struggling. They're struggling. Well, he picks up this pig that yeah. um, I guess was like, yeah, a doorstop type thing. Yeah, it's just a big heavy
1: like metal or stone doorstopper yeah. basically.
0: And so he picks it up, smashes her in the head with it a few times. And that's what killed her. Yeah. <laughs> and so now it's supposed to be 18 months later he's in new york city and he's walking with a cane yes which i want to know how the hell he got out of there
1: yeah they didn't i'm i'm sure like i don't know did you read the book
0: i did but it was so long ago okay, it's ridiculous i'm just curious ago. like
1: if the book wrapped it up better than the movie
0: yeah because it's like again he's in the middle of nowhere yeah there's no the phone you can't use the phone because i think the guts are still no. out of
1: it. It would have to be like a situation of maybe the sheriff didn't return, right? so the deputy, also his wife,
0: yeah. would have had to
1: go, like, well, I think he was going here, so let me go look for him. Yeah. Sort of situation.
0: That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't really explain any of that. No. Now it's 18 months later and he's, you know, in New York walking with a cane. So he's having lunch with his agent. Yeah. And she shows him this new book that he had written um, called, I guess, The Education of Paul Stone or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, something. It, it's like a, yeah, I guess it's a new series yeah. he's starting. He's done with misery.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And um, she was just talking about how, you know, so far it's getting great reviews. Right. And he might even win some prizes for yeah. it. And, um. You know he's he's talking about how you know well he's like that's great and all he's like but really I wrote this one for me right you know not for anybody else kind of thing exactly and, you know he he brought up Annie and he was saying you know everything that happened he's like in a way it helped me but she was talking about you know well. What would you think about writing a nonfiction book about what happened in that house? Right. And I thought it was funny. He's like, gee, Marsha, sounds like you want me to, you know, write about all this horrible stuff that happened to me just so that we can make, you know, some money.
1: Yeah, that's a big no thank you there. Mm
0: -hmm. And at this point, while he's talking to her, you see this woman who... It's Kathy Bates or whatever. It's supposed to be Annie Wilkes. Right. And you see her wheeling the dessert tray mm-hmm. up to them. And he's staring at her. And finally the lady approaches and it's not obviously Annie right. Wilkes. Doesn't he even was, look
1: anything like her. Doesn't Kathy look Bates. anything like
0: her. Um, because he was talking to the agent about how, you know, it's like, even though I know that she's dead, I still think about her sometimes. right? And so... The lady with the desserts is like, you know, shows up and she's like, "Oh, she's like, are you Paul Sheldon?" She's like, "I'm your number one fan," and he's kind of <laughs> gives a look like, "Yeah,
1: he's like, yeah, great, thank you, just yeah, go away now." Pretty much, <laughs>
0: and that was how it ended. Yep. So, really good movie. Let's see, I definitely have some facts. This movie has a lot um, on IMDb. Yeah. So, after refusing to speak about his motivations for writing Misery for two decades, Stephen King finally came out and stated that it is indeed about his battle with substance abuse. Kathy Bates' character is a representation of his dependency on drugs and what it did to his body, making him feel alone and separated from everything, while hobbling any attempts he made at escape. In his statement, he said he did not come out with it at the time... Because he was not ready and because he was afraid it would detract from the story.
1: Huh. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Um, James Khan once showed up to the set hungover and all of the scenes he shot that day were unusable. Nice. <laughs> Rob Reiner told Khan he had to do the scenes again because there was a problem at the lab. When Khan learned it had nothing to do with labs, he offered to cover cover the money he lost at the studio.
1: Oh, well, at least he did that. right? Because... I mean, Whenever you're reading that, my first thought was like, "Man, I'm surprised it weren't like you know. I don't care if you are James Caan.
0: Yeah, right. You,
1: know, you don't come to work drunk like that right. again, or you're fired.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kathy Bates won an Oscar for this movie, and oh, she yeah. deserved it too. I oh mean, yeah, she, she did a good job of. She really did. Yeah. So it says when she picked up her Oscar and made her speech, one thing she said humorously was. I would like to thank uh, Jimmy Kahn and, apo- pub- and apologize publicly for the ankles.
1: Nice. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one of Stephen King's first typewriters had a malfunctioning N key, just like the one used by Paula in the movie. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, Stephen King was quite impressed with Kathy Bates' performance in this film, so much so that he later wrote two more roles for her. The title role in his novel Dolores Claiborne was written with... Uh, Bates in mind and she later starred in the film adap- uh, in the film adaptation of Dolores Claiborne. Um, he also wrote the script for the TV miniseries The Stand. His original novel novel featured a male character named Ray Flowers. Upon hearing that Bates w- wanted to be involved in the miniseries, he rewrote the part as a woman and named her Ray Flowers, but it was spelled differently.
1: <laughs> nice. R e i g h Ray or something. <laughs>
0: R- no, it was R a e instead of R. Oh, R a y. I should have known. Yeah. <laughs> um, Annie Wilkes is Stephen King's favorite written character because she was always surprising to write with unexpected depth and sympathy. <laughs> so, but there's just so many uh, different facts and stuff. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah, uh, so you know, if you want to check that out, you can go to IMDb. All right. Yeah. Well, I won't. Other people will. <laughs> nice. So um, I was thinking for what we could use to rate this movie, um, we could use the porcelain penguin that um, was Porcelain put, penguins. Yes. That was uh, put in the wrong direction. Yes. So it should have been due south, Paul.
1: Yes. Not whatever it was. Yes. <laughs>
0: so I, I got to give it a four and a half
1: yeah i'll still i'll still do the same thing i'll do four and a half uh the half of the penguin will be uh due north and not due south
0: nice i think that's what i'll do nice <laughs> so it's still
1: a good movie despite the, the despite hobbling. The one scene
0: yeah um let's see this movie you can pretty much find anywhere oh yeah um shouldn't be too hard uh, yeah
1: it's super popular super common
0: it is for sure Um, so next month we're going to start, uh, with something different. We're going to do John Candy movies. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We've done a
1: Halloween theme, I'm Halloween, a Thanksgiving theme in the past. Right. And you know, since we've done it before and sometimes it can be kind of difficult to find good Thanksgiving movies.
0: That's just it. We're just going to stick with. There really, like there needs to be more good Thanksgiving movies. Like instead of doing remakes and stuff, make some good Thanksgiving movies. Darn it. Exactly. It's not too hard. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So next month we're going to do John Candy movies and we're going to kick it off with one of my favorites, uh, which is Uncle Buck. So yeah, we'll do that next week. Um, Thank you for listening. Yeah,
1: thank you.